Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, Emily, you're working the uh, Rams game tonight, yes? Yes, I am. Yeah, me too. What? Taylor apparently is uh, working a half day today. Then Tyler will be coming no, in I'm again. Doing I'm Mason in Ireland after this. Oh wow! Oh, you, well, that's still not nearly enough as being here like with Emily. <laughs> Emily and I are going to be here till ten thirty tonight. Congratulations! <laughs> We're spending a lot like, of quality time together today. That's right. We're, Taylor, we've just got take a lot the freaking day off, bro. Just take it off. I wanted to, but you have you have to do the two hour Mason in Ireland today. Yes. You going to make it through? I don't know. Have you ever done their show before? A couple times. Yeah, and yeah. how does how does that go for you? They're they're very demanding, but um. You know, I get through it. Demanding in what sense? Tell us. Open up a little bit. I don't know. They have uh, high standards of excellence. I feel. I, I was going to say. I feel like uh, we should yeah. feel a certain way about that, Al. I, I, uh, I don't know. They care about their show, not like. I feel like we care you about dumbasses. I was going to say. I mean, we, maybe we should start being more demanding. Just, my problem is I'm not Jorge, so you know. Wait, Taylor, you had some issues with your car today, right? Yeah, I was trying to get it uh, towed to Whittier. I've I blew a piston in my truck last week or two weeks ago, so I've been I've been driving around in a friend. Tell him I have an extra piston. Yeah? you got an extra piston laying yeah. around. Yeah, I have a, my garage is full of nothing but old car parts. <laughs> it's just uh, I'm basically running a Chevron station there. <laughs> just what do you need? What is what year? What's the make and model? I'll see if I've got a, a spare one. Line 06 Ford it. Ranger. AutoZone over here. <laughs> AAA was not helpful this morning. Oh, you had, oh, it was that bad? You had to go AAA today? I mean, it's been parked at my house for a couple weeks, and I, I just want to get it moved to Whittier where I can have somebody work on it because I found a, a friend that can work on it over there. But it's just um, not going to take a while for it, get, for it to get towed. If you put two car parts on a, on a table right in front of me, one of them was a piston and one yep. of them was something else, I'd have no clue which was which. <laughs> None. The piston, the thing goes up and down. I mean, yep. was that, is that right, Taylor? You're the mechanic in the house. I wish I was. Yeah. Is that is that the right I'd be, part? I'd be, I'd be taking the engine out right now. Unless one of them was the steering wheel or, you know when or they something say, like that. I'd have no When they clue. say, like, you pull up, um, getting your oil change or something like that, and they say, hey, just pop the hood open. That takes three minutes for me. <laughs> I pop the trunk. Okay. The glove compartment's open. I'm wondering if there's a button in there. And they're probably at one point like, why don't you just get out of the car? So, okay. The radio's on. If we're talking car trouble, let me kind of lay this out for you. Tell me if you guys would have done the same thing or handled this differently. Um, I have had a slow leak in one of my tires for a while Oof. now. Um, and it was to the point where I took it into the tire place that I go. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the, where the, the leak is, there's a nail or a screw or whatever it is. He it goes, it's, it's too close to the sidewall. We can't patch it. But the, when I would put air in the tire, it would hold air pressure for a couple of days. Okay? So it was safe to drive and everything. And then a couple of days later, I'd refill it with air. Be fine. I did this for three no, you months. Didn't. No, you didn't. I did. Wait, Oof. every couple of days couple you of were days. filling up Yeah, I have an air tire. compressor at home. It takes a minute. Just, you know, hook it up and fill it up. Yeah. And, and, and this was just to avoid getting the tire changed. Well, so here's the deal, right? So the tires are expensive. I don't want to replace one tire. Right, they, they do were... the four, like buy three, get the... Like... Exactly. Okay. So finally, I go out here on Friday. The thing's mm-hmm. down on the on the rim. 
it's flat. It's no longer holding any air at all. Yeah, I drive to the tire. 76 right over here, mm-hmm. fill it up. It's holding the air. Uh, I get on the freeway, I drive like 10 miles, and the alert comes on like, hey, you have I'm like, uh-oh, this isn't good. So I had to stop three times on my way home to keep filling it up. The car that I was driving does not have a spare tire. I'm not calling I'm not calling AAA or any of this stuff, right? I'm just going to keep stopping every few minutes, finally get to the place that I need to go. And the guy's like, yeah. And, oh, by the way, three of these tires need to be replaced. You have one good one left. So I had to take the plunge and buy all four. Would you have driven around for three months no. filling it up every hundred percent? No. Why not? The tires Traffic. are expensive. Al. They're expensive. Yeah, you gotta maximize. But, I yeah, no, 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 no. You gotta maximize that tire. It's a tire, right? As in, like I'm down to. There's a lot of things I'm down to wait on uh-huh. in the car. The world's not gonna end. I don't know how many times I've told him, "Hey, we really think you should get this change." Well, yeah, they're fine. Brakes squeak a little bit. We'll be fine. But the tire. It's the work that you have. The fact that you have to fill it up every couple of days is enough for me to say, yeah, but it's not yeah I'm replacing it's just, the tire. It takes a couple minutes. I know, but it's a tire. Yeah. The tire is a key one. That's an important one. Yeah, but it holds air for two days and saved me $300 for three months. You have to pay for lot. it anyways. Uh, yeah, but not for three months. I get to I get to wait. I get Th- to this, save my $300 for three months. This is a Starbucks moment. This one was a Starbucks moment. What do you mean? This is the Morales tells the story that you just left and was like, no, no, I'm out. I, I don't want to do the Starbucks. I didn't want to have to spend the money until I had to spend the money. The second I had to do it, I did it. Got nice new oh, tires like on this car. Like a dangerous one. It, yeah, it was fine. It held in air for a couple of days. 30, 42 PSI. 41 PSI. This guy six times PSI. to get home. Only like, three. No, Only fine. three. <laughs> the last time I get on and before I'd even pulled out of the thing again. Yeah, it's flat again. I'm going for it. I'm driving home. I only have about 10 more miles to go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Made it. Safe and sound. I got to meet Chris at the uh, the tire oh, store. That's pretty funny. It was uh, Does, it was it, a drag. Was there a reason you don't have a spare tire or is it just you don't ever that, have any room for a spare that tire? That make of car does not come with a spare tire. Gotcha. Yeah. There's no way to avoid this. That, that's, that would scare There is a way a to avoid it. You just change that tire. <laughs> But not. But see, then I just have, have one to change new that tire, tire, three older tires. Now I'm doing this weird rotation thing where I'm swapping one out occasionally. I did all four, ready to go. I think what you Felt were looking for. It. I think what you were looking for was that's the right thing to Ta- do. I, Costco. I, all, all I heard was Taylor tell me that it was the right thing that's to do. It's the right thing to that's do. That's all I heard. No, not Costco. It was uh, America's Tire. It was. It was expensive. Just but they were very tape nice. on the thing. And no, it's fine. Chris. Everything's fine. I, look, I, they're expensive. I like to, I like to hold on. I like to hold on. Um, Lakers, oh, I can't believe it's basketball season. Lakers play the Kings tonight First at preseason Staples yep. or Crypto.com yep. Arena. Um, it's the preseason. I don't I don't want to do this. Thing. Oh, this is a really big deal. But it does feel like it's oddly important that it look quasi-normal. That it looked quasi right. Mm. That it looked quasi like, you know what? There's some things there that I'd like to see some more of. What it can't be is, oh my gosh, that looks exactly like it looked a year ago. All right. So let let's take some let's take some examples from last year preseason. Okay. I'm with you. At the end of the day, it is preseason basketball. But I think that, you know, all teams are not created equal. The Golden State Warriors don't have to look a certain way in preseason basketball. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks don't have to look a certain way in preseason basketball. There's some teams that the it's been the same team for X amount of years. You got really nothing to prove. Let the regular season start, and you're going to go do it. My, my frustration last year with the preseason 
is the Lakers kind of walked on the basketball floor like, yeah, do you know who we are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm Carmelo Anthony. You're right about that. No, no, no. I'm Dwight Howard. I'm Rondo. I'm LeBron. I'm uh, Anthony Davis. I was say, I'm make Russ. sure you throw those guys in All there too. Yeah. Every single one of them was like that. What I didn't walk out of the preseason with was I don't really know what this team is. And then 10, 10 games into the regular season, I still don't know what this team is. And 40 games in and 60 games in, from the preseason all the way to the final game of the regular season on April 10th, I could not tell you what the Los Angeles Lakers were. I couldn't tell you what their identity was, what their strengths were. I couldn't. You, you kind of could never pinpoint. It was just disappointing season all the way through. They don't have to go out and beat the Sacramento Kings tonight. But the one thing that I would like to see over six games, six preseason games, who are you? What What is going to be when you, when you look at the Los Angeles Lakers – and the game starts, you can say, okay, I'll tell you what they are. They play really hard on defense. It ain't perfect, but damn, do they play tough on defense. Offensively, they push the ball. What, whatever it is, I just want to know who they are because I didn't, I didn't feel like we had that last year. And I think if there's Never. ever a time this season that it's so imperative with a new head coach, know who you are. And uh, that, that's my hope in the preseason is that we know who they are. You know, it's funny that I, I, this is, I, I can't come up with the right word. Antagonize is way too far. I don't, I don't want anybody to antagonize Russell Westbrook, but I, a test perhaps is the right word. Let's see how he responds when you ask him to do something that he probably is not super interested in doing. Yeah. See how he responds if he comes off the bench. That's why I want. That's actually yeah. literally the exact reason why I want him coming off the bench. Yeah. I almost just kind of want to test Russ. Hey, see you, how he responds. Hey, you said you'll do anything, right? Yeah. Okay. Come off the bench. Kendrick Nunn and blah 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 are starting. Let, let's see a couple of trips up and down the court where he never touches the ball. Mm-hmm. Let's see what it looks like the first time he does touch it after a couple of times without getting a chance to touch or shoot or, or drive to the basket or whatever it is. I, I want to. I want to use some of these preseason games to just get a sense of how willing he is to do the things that, that he traditionally has not I been super excited to do. Yeah, I, I think there is um, – listen, they. Uh, I really don't think last season will follow the Lakers this year. I don't. I don't feel – I thought the problem was not just a rust trade. There were other issues too. A lot of the guys that they had were super old. Last I think, year's team just wasn't I very think, good. I think the message from Frank Vogel, there comes a point, Frank's trying to balance, hey, am I doing things to appease this player? Am I doing things to appease the team? I mean, from December on, he was on the hot seat. Yeah. That's not a good way to run a team or an organization. I don't think this year will be the same as it was last year. And if it is, you know, that's, you know, obviously that's, What's a red that's flag? an awful feeling. What, what, if it, tomorrow morning when you and I come in here yeah. and we're doing it together, and if you had that, oh my gosh, Trav, what what was that? What is it Russ I, taking ill-advised shots? Is it him not sharing the basketball? Is it Anthony Davis looking rickety? Is it LeBron looking old? Like what, is I, it so, all the above? So here's the thing. I, I don't think there's anything that's going to happen in preseason where you and I are going to know what you just asked. But last season, the red flag for me was so clear. It was Dwight in a post-game show saying, we just don't try hard enough. It was During the preseason he said that? He said that during the regular season. Russ said it as well. Malik Monk said it as well. It's this, I don't think they really care. Like, I don't think there's this big, um, this, uh, I don't know the best way to put it, but they just didn't have that. Buy-in. Yeah, they didn't have it. They didn't have it. All right, uh, Weekend Hero is brought to you by Stat Hero. So 
Uh, Trav and I are going to help you out on this one. Please look for local market lineups in the Stat Hero app. Filter by single games. Pay attention to local market lineups at StatHero.com. If you don't have the Stat Hero app, Trav, it's a simple thing to do. Just go on your phone, download the Stat Hero app. We got a promo code that we'll give you. The promo code is 710. 710. You get 100% deposit match, and you can play in a lot of the games that you and I are playing. It's so much fun because you can go local. You could go Lakers. You could go Dodgers. You could go Rams or Chargers or whatever team that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can find the games involving your teams. If you want to open it up to the other matchups, and again, you're just picking lineups. You don't have to pick against Allen or Emily or Taylor or myself. You just need to beat the one lineup. You can see it right there on the Stat Hero app. Promo code 710. Super fun. You'll have a great time. Stat that hero winning isn't a fantasy. All right. So that's not a fantasy. Also, yep. the Dodgers start playing meaningful games a week from tomorrow. Yep. I want to get your thoughts because I heard Dave Roberts say some things that are 100% accurate that I absolutely didn't want to hear. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You ready for my insight into the Dodgers sleeves? This is high-brow analysis. Let's get everyone prepared. The floor is yours. Thank you. A week from tomorrow, none of this means jack you-know-what. Amen. That on October 11th, yep. game one against probably the New York Mets, but who knows? Could yeah. be the Padres, mm -hmm. right? You never know. Um they could have had a 112-win season or whatever number they're going to end up with, mm -hmm. and it means nothing other than they're a good team. It's the only thing it means. But whoever they're playing, the Padres are a pretty good team. Mets are a really good team. It means absolutely nothing because it's all about whether or not you perform in October. Um, I want to play this for you for Dave Roberts. Okay. who He's telling the truth. Everything he's about to say here is accurate and true. And I absolutely don't like it. There are fans of some subset that feel that they don't get interested until the postseason and the season is defined by that. That's their prerogative. There's another subset of fans that can appreciate what goes into winning, having the season we're having, and understanding that there's a lot of things that happen that play out in a postseason that are unpredictable. That's the ride of the ups and downs and unpredictability of baseball that makes it so great. There's that subset that's in it with us, really appreciate that this is a great team and they're prepared to handle any result. I can't tell you how much I don't like that. 
that first of all, it feels like you're setting up for something that may happen, right? That, mm-hmm. hey, you know, if you get it, you get it. If, but if you don't, I can't really help you with it, right? If you're just one of these guys that think it's only about winning the World Series, that's your prerogative, but you don't get it. I, you know, you don't get the fact that it's been six months of exemplary play, unbelievable performances, really good fortune. And if you can't appreciate that, well, then really I can't help you. You know what I would like to have, Slee? I would like to have a really great season that ends with a really great postseason. I don't want to be the guy that gets it. I don't want to be the guy that's like, hey, do you know how hard it is to win 112 games? That You know, you don't understand that anything can happen in the postseason. You don't understand that you, Darvish, went out there and pitched a great game or Jacob DeGrom beat. I don't nah. – I, yeah, I know. I get it. You're right. You're right. You're right. I don't want to have that conversation anymore. Can we just please – punch that ticket in a 162-game season, Mm -hmm. in a full postseason, and just be the champs like that once. Can we do that, please? I'm actually – I don't understand his argument. I'm I'm confused of why why have that quote. What's the point of that quote? That's a good question. What's the reasoning of saying – and listen, we don't have to go back, but we obviously remember he was on the Dan Patrick show. We are winning the World Series in 2022. We're winning the World Series this year. Put it on record. Mm-hmm. And I, by the way, I have no problem with him saying that. No. It's it's not the it's not Bob Melvin saying it or the Padres where you're like, uh, no, you're probably not going to win the World Series. Dodgers win the World Series. No one's going to be shocked or surprised. What is the advantage? What's that set up for? I, I and I'm and I'm. I'm genuinely asking because there's nothing he actually has in that quote that makes sense to me. The the winning 100... Makes sense and why say it or makes sense that why you say don't it? agree with why it? Why say it? I, and I don't agree with it. Why You won 110 plus games. You've been... Nobody's questioning that. Actually, I think that strengthens the argument the way you went through all these different teams in Major League Baseball over a 162-game sample size. Uh-huh. You set your franchise record. You're setting records, it seems like, every single night. Your run differential is the most ridiculous thing that I've ever seen. One of the seen. best of all time. I don't understand what's the point of the setup that you just had. Because remember last, last week, you and I were saying, you know, what is the most optimistic thing you could think of of them going to the postseason? Yep. We just said, just do exactly what you did in the regular season. We didn't say anything crazy. No, no, it's just be the same the team same. that you were in the postseason or in the regular season, do it in the postseason. You most likely go win a World Series. I don't understand the 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 reasoning of the quote. Two things, I think, that are going on. Number, number one, he's right in the sense that this team won a, whatever the number's going to end up. Let's call it 111. And I don't think anybody's right. arguing that. No, nobody's arguing it, but he, he sees what is a, a real possibility. Dodgers lost five of six to the Pittsburgh Pirates this year. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I think they lost two different series to the Colorado Rockies this year. Colorado's not a good team. Yeah. That's, that's weird. He's saying, hey, listen – just because the baseballness of it all may happen in a week doesn't mean that what we've done isn't awesome. Because I think he feels he's getting that sense of, and, and he's right, there are kind of two groups of Dodger fans. There are baseball people, I put myself in this group, that understand what they've done this season is yeah. unbelievably difficult, mm-hmm. especially with all of the extenuating circumstances of Bueller and, 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 and Bauer and Kimbrell and all the things that didn't work out well. But there's a larger group of people that's like, yeah, well, if you're this good, why can't you win the World Series? If you were this much better than the isn't Astros everyone, or the Nats. But isn't everybody on that list? Yes. 
But the, not everybody else won 112 games. No, but what I'm saying is, isn't it, you said there's two groups of Dodger fans. Yeah. I don't think there's two groups. Oh, I do. I do. I think there are people what, what, that understand. What have you, but what have you always said about the Dodgers? You can understand how good they are. Yeah. By the way, they also well, I'm have, not there's anybody they have okay a 300, uh, but, but what I'm saying is that you can appreciate what they've done in the regular season, but to an extent... Not really care. Like you could put if they if they didn't win, let's say they won 112 games, or they won 99 games, mm-hmm. but they still won the division comfortably. I don't think your win total in the regular season. We can stop and appreciate it, but they're the Dodgers. They have the highest payroll in Major League Baseball. They have the best, arguably the best farm system in baseball. They have arguably the best front office in baseball. They have some of the best players in baseball all right. on one team. Of course your expectations, whatever you accomplish in the regular season, doesn't mean anything unless you, unless you win the whole See, thing. See, that's where I, I don't think that's right. I think that's what everybody wants. Everything you laid out is right, and everybody wants it, but this is the one sport where all of those things that you just laid out as truths, and I agree with you, it almost it gives you an advantage, a, a slight advantage in a relatively short period of time, in a five-game series, in a seven-game series. I'm better than you. The, the good team beats the bad team in baseball 60% of the time. In the NBA, the good team beats the bad team probably, what, 85% of the time. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's a much different met, and he knows that. And he's trying to say, hey, listen, I appreciate the people that appreciate that they know what's about to happen, maybe. That if you are just tuning in right now if you are just getting going with the Dodgers you're thinking hey they're really good again let me know if they win the World Series and I'll get excited about that's the part that I think he's uncomfortable with because he knows the randomness of it all both of them are true yeah both of them are true he's right about appreciating because to your point Al Mm -hmm. a 99 win season is a great season but it's not unprecedented what they're doing historic better Mm -hmm. word this is borderline historic. This is putting them in a very small group of teams. I think if they get to 111 or more, there's only six teams that have won yeah, that I, many games I remember games you mentioned that last week. That, they've been playing baseball 140 but, but years. But Dave, Dave Roberts should also understand this. It's not that you're isolating one year for the Dodgers. You can't. They've won. Ten, this is the 10th straight year they've made the playoffs. I'm going I'm to give you— They've won 106 games three years in a row. That's another ridiculous one. But I'm going to give you an example, okay? The Padres clinched the playoff berth last year, or yesterday, mm-hmm. okay? They got in in 2020. Prior to that, I don't think they had got in until 2006. So you could say in a full 162-game schedule, it's their first playoff berth since— 15 years. And it's like Jake PV and, you know, it's like those players right. that were doing it. it. shows you just how long it was. I was still living in San Diego working for the Padres radio broadcast, Okay. That team does something, and they lose in the first in the wild card against the Mets. You think it's a building block. The Mariners clinch for the first time. It's a building block. You just think that. The problem with the Dodgers, this is the issue that I have with Dave Roberts' comments. Dodger fans are not just looking at this year. You're looking at, okay, I get right. baseball is baseball. You're right. But over a 10-year span, you've been in the playoffs. You see um, Alex Verdugo, his comments about the 60-game season. I did. Whether you like it or you don't, you and I have also pointed out, yeah. look, it'd be nice for them to get one in 162 full sample set. Without question. So I think when Dodger fans listen to Dave Roberts' comments, it's not just about this year. It's a 10 years you've had this much success. 
and how much have you cashed in in that, that process? That's it. I think that's the most important part of it, and that's why I like what he said. Why I don't like what he said? Because if this were just, hey, listen, I agree. We caught fire mm-hmm. and had a year for the ages. Cool. I agree. But the baseballness of it all, right? The hey, anything can happen. Why does it never happen to you? <laughs> right. That that that's that's the part of it. Yeah. That you can tell. Well, the Braves got hot at the right your time. Favor, right. Strasburg and and Scherzer just went off. The okay, Nationals fine. had a great well, the, seven the game Astros set. Cheated. Okay. Mm-hmm. The the Red Sox were just better than us. Okay. The Cardinals. Why, why does it never break your way? Yes. Like if, if we're talking, that it could break either way. It's not breaking either way. That means you get it half the time. It's never breaking your way. Can't, can't That's you say, the weird part. Okay, of can't it you all. say this if you're Dave Roberts? Guys, we had an incredible season, literally a, a historic season. Ultimately, at the end of the day, the only thing anybody matters, only thing anybody cares about inside this clubhouse, did you win it all or did you not? That's that's the way we're defined the clubhouse. inside that clubhouse. I think Freddie Freeman's not walking away saying, hey, we got to the World Series. I know we lost to the Yankees or the Astros. I don't know if I agree with this at all. Mookie Betts, uh, Clayton Kershaw. Julio, all, go down all the list. Those guys that you're listening, not that they don't want to win, and not that it's not the most important thing to. I think they're incredibly disappointed, for sure. But those are different. That that's a different, incredibly disappointed. Yes, mm-hmm. but there, I, I really don't think that the guys that you're talking about look at this like that was for nothing. They know how hard it is. They know how random it is. Disappointed, crushed, not leave your house for two months for sure. Yeah, for sure. But these are guys that have been all those guys you're talking about. I been think, around for so long. I think that was for nothing i do think they would be saying that man that's really tough because it's them because it's that roster because it's that they won this many games without uh, some key players like i don't know i i I find it very difficult to believe that these guys are not walking away saying what the hell just happened how did we not win the whole thing all of those things are true but at the end of it all when um, next spring training you're still kicking yourself but it's not Part of it depends on if they lost, if they got embarrassed. But if they look, no, they would lose. If they lost, it was just a really good series against the Braves. Or a really if good you series go out against... there and Scherzer and Degrom throw back to back shutouts, and you lose in a five game series, three games to two, mm-hmm. and you lose the third game, you know, nine to eight. I mean, it sucks. It's terrible. It just, it's disappointing. They are the one team. I really believe this. I don't think there is. It a doesn't team matter in how they lose. If they lost, just win. Just, You're right. Just, just win. Just You're right. take it off the table and win. I get what he was going for, but I did not. I did not like hearing it at all. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. And to those who maybe chose to watch White Lotus this weekend, hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, don't tell me. <laughs> if you liked it, let me know. If you didn't, it's okay. Uh, but we'll have, uh, I'll have another Emmy, Emmy Lees on Friday. Did you watch it? <laughs> Told you I wasn't going to be able to. Did you? Yeah, you were busy. No. It's okay. So you're not going to watch it? No. I know. I want to give it I an episode. I didn't sell him on it. I want to. I want to yeah. give him an episode. Taylor's in. All right. Taylor's no, in. Taylor, no, you're totally. done today. Yeah, <laughs> you have that, all day. Look, I, I, it's a, this is a compliment to you. I don't think you're a good liar, but that was a particularly bad. <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah. All right, guys. So almost four in five Americans believe that if animals were able to talk uh, like people, dogs would be the first to do so. So my statement is: uh, You wish that animal animals could speak. Travis, fetch cap. No, cap. Mm. How could I eat them if I knew what they were saying? Right? I mean, I, I enjoy k- beef and pork and chicken and fish. And if I'm getting ready to dive into a nice little uh, cedar plank Atlantic salmon, it's like, dude, this is messed up. How could I do that? No, I don't want them to be able to talk. I want to be able to eat them. This is beyond fact, and I'm ready to go vegan if that's what it takes. <laughs> um, listen, I already have conversations with a rookie. Him and I are already looking at each other, and I'm trying to just understand what he's doing, and he gives this kind of half bark, half chat. I want to know what the hell's going on through his mind. I want to know that every 30 minutes that he's ready to go back to the fridge and eat some more. And listen, I, I know that now it changes the game here for chicken and for beef and some pork and everything else. I'm willing to sacrifice all of that just to have a conversation with a couple of animals out there. I like I like the food chain how it is. <laughs> I like being at the, like if there's a food pyramid, like yeah. back in the day, Travis is at the very apex of the pyramid. Everything else can just Going all greens go. moving forward. What if forward? the coyote could have spoken? Yeah, have, that would have been interesting. Right. That would have been, been a interesting. great conversation. Taylor? That guy. I think this I is Cap. I think, there's, I think there's kind of beauty in, in speaking non-verbally to animals and, you know, developing that, that uh, relationship with them. And you have to learn what they're saying without actually speaking the same language. That guy would go good with a nice Burr Blanc sauce right there. Let's get him over here and get this going. Have you ever, uh, like... We're all going to attack you. Get all the animals yeah, on my see, side. That's the, you're right, Al. Like, yep. you could hear them plotting. Guys, I did it. Dude, they took another one into that room, and he never came out again. We got to rise up. We This is... If, if the, they keep putting these nets and all yep. these tunas keep getting scooped up, and... What, what do you know? Gonna... A mountain lion out on the golf course. He's not coming for me. He's coming for you. It would be like... It would be cows and chickens and pigs, like because those are the ones we're going through like crazy like enough of this let's Mm -hmm. roll (laughs) have you ever like barked at rookie to see if like you could match his tone like because with my roommate's cat sometimes when that cat is meowing i'll just like meow at it too and i wonder if like i'm saying what they want me to say i don't know you know all right there's a look that a dog gives you i think it's a very dog thing right like certain noises you make or even if you bark at your own dog he gets so confused turns to the side he's like what the hell was that you know you throw him off every once in a while so yeah so yeah um, all right, so Trader Joe's has finally brought back free samples uh, in some stores after the pandemic. So It's big news right there. <laughs> you always get free samples if they are made available to you. Uh, Alan, if I had your cap. All right, so once COVID hit, 
it was not only were they not giving them out anymore, but you almost kind of, you know, it's like, all right, life without samples. Trader Joe's, I used to always go get the coffee. Trader Joe's would always have, pour yourself a little cup of coffee while you're out walking around. It's Sounds in one of great. those little cups. Put a little milk in there. Got the coffee always brewing there. Have it. I'd always take it. I wasn't, it kind of depended on what the food was, but I'd always go get the coffee. I'm a, uh, I'm definitely a sample guy. Yeah. I, Trader Joe's samples are very hit and miss with yeah. me. The coffee is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't go to Trader Joe's a ton, but they're they have like meals back there. They yeah. give you like a little teeny tiny little plate. You're right. I don't need rice, an enchilada little, right, right or, now. Or it's rice and chicken and a little bit of vegetable. I'm like, yes. I don't need you to make me a menu. Like, just tell me if that chicken in that plastic bag is going to be good. Give or me not. a chip, throw That's some it. guac on it right. that you guys are selling or some yeah. hummus and let's keep it moving. Yeah. So th- at Costco, they get it right. It is a bite of this one thing. Do yeah. you like it or not? But. Trader Joe's is like trying to open up a bistro in the back. I, I don't. I don't necessarily need that. Uh, pair this with some wine. <laughs> well, now, well, that's a good idea, actually. This is Cap. I don't really do this anymore. But when I was a kid, I used to go to Sam's Club or the mall or anything like that, and they'd have free samples, and I would just snack on everything. But not too much into that anymore. Did you ever go back in line? Go back in line because yeah. they. Do you ever go to the same sample spot? Maybe a few minutes later. That's why you bring kids. Hey, nah. go get another one of those. No, corn Taylor, dogs. nothing. <laughs> I'm going to get one for my dad. <laughs> okay, Bobby, go get another corn dog. I've already been in the line twice. Then send your sister. Just come, come back with corn dogs. That's what we need to do here. All right, guys. So on Friday, um, I went to a concert by myself, and it was great. Really loved the concert. It was awesome. I got there really early. I was in line an hour before the show started I because I really wanted a good seat, and I had general admissions um tickets and so i get there i sit i stand in my spot for two hours before the guy even goes on so like it's like there's an opener and then there's him so opener goes pretty funny (laughs) two hours just staking her claim yeah opener goes uh you know i have my seat it's getting a little more packed before the main guy comes on this woman and her boyfriend try to come into my aisle and try to, because I'm on the edge. They try to push me in. And it was like, and so the, the you're guy, you're sitting on the aisle. I'm standing on the aisle because like there's like um. But it's your your seat is the one on the aisle. Yeah. Okay. And so um the the fire department has like the line where like we need a mode of escape so you can't be past this line. So this woman is standing there, pretending like she's chatting to other people. So then the fire guy says, "Hey, you have to uh, be in the in the within this line." So now they're trying to scoot into you. So yours. then she asks me if, uh, "Hey, can I? Can you just like scoot in?" And I said, "No, I've been here for two hours, and I didn't move." Do you say it like that? Yes. So Woo. I should have let her in, Taylor. Factor cap. Oh, cap! Absolutely not, Emily. You did the right thing. You got to box out, stake your claim. You were there before her. She can't just come in last minute thinking she can, you know, own the place. Travis. I, I don't think you needed to move. Absolutely not. You don't need to move. But I would have been a little more deft in my refusal. It would have been like, I've been here for a minute. I just, I want, I, if you guys would like to slide past me into the aisle or into the row, by all means. But I, I've been here for a while. This is really where I want to be. So if you want to go past me, great. But otherwise, I'm going to stay here. She's, that lady's probably smoking a J and drinking a beer. She's like, I, I don't <laughs> she even was know what you just drunk. said. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. Um, you know, it, i tell you what I would do. I think these are especially a concert vibe. If you go in thinking like, hey, this is going to be my spot, and, and it's not like a signed seating or something. It's like a bleacher type of things. Everybody's going to be so wasted by the time the show even starts. I'm kind of walking in already prepared for that 
you know what, let it be. And and even this kind even of if trying you had to a spot you really liked. I had great spot. There was no one taller in front of me. I could see everything. Could you have had them go in and you still have your spot? No, it was all packed. The entire row was full. I was second row of this general admission. I'm thing. probably I'm probably not saying no. You're gonna let them squeeze. I'm probably in? not saying no. Yeah, I'd say no. Go get and me a beer. The whole thing too. I was, get me a beer and we're even. <laughs> I was I was standing there stewing, waiting for this security guy to tell them that they couldn't be there, and I I just knew they were going to ask me. I knew they were going to ask me to move in, and I was already just. I that, was doesn't that sound set, so stressful? In. Yeah, no, that's that not. I, I, I don't. I don't know if I want to do the whole thing. Like yeah. I'd rather just. But then the girl disappears back into the crowd. She whatever yeah. she happens, happens. There. You don't have to worry you know? about her again. You're talking about the beers. Yeah, reminding me of a story. I went down to uh, me and two of my. friends. Friends, go to a Padre game. This is 20 Can't years control ago. these idiots. We had four tickets. Somebody okay. left us four tickets. There was just three of us. Mm-hmm. So we had an extra ticket. And we're walking into the game, mm-hmm. and some guy's like, I need one, I need one. And, and I said to the guy, I said, here, you can have it. And he's like, well, for how much is it? Just take it. Mm-hmm. I, you're not, we're not going to use it. You can have it. So there turns out they're really good tickets. And we get down. We're sitting right behind the Padres. I got this is at the Murph a million years ago. And the guy comes down and sits next to me, and I got my two friends on the other side. And, and he goes, oh, man, thank you so much for doing this. It really is really very nice of you. I'm like, no problem at all. And my buddy he Rick. He better have got you a beer. My buddy Rick goes, you know, it was so nice. You should probably buy us a round of beers as a thank you. 100%. Hey. And you could see my, my buddy Rick is bigger than me, stronger yeah. than me, more menacing than I am. And the, and he's looking at him with the coyote look, like this is gonna, this is how this is gonna go. Guy goes, yeah, sure, I'll go get him right now. And he pops up, and I'm thinking, okay, he's gone, he's gone for the day. And Rick goes, I think I'll go with you, <laughs> and went all the way up to the beer line, made the guy buy us three beers, and then the guy disappeared and never came back. Yeah, that's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. It's pretty great. It was pretty great. But it was a very, very like that's this guy so thought funny. this is so nice that the and then he ended up having to buy three twelve dollar beers. Worth it. <laughs> he could have been sitting on the on deck circle. It's awesome. <laughs> Loved it. It's worth right. it. So it is October third, and so I would be remiss if I did not bring up this moment of pop culture. On October third, he asked me what day it was. It's October third. So from Mean Girls. Love Mean Girls. One of my favorite movies ever. So Mean Girls is a great movie. Travis Fetricap. Fact. Love me. It, it's it's funny. It's uh, poignant in certain parts. Uh, it has Lindsay Lohan at her absolute zenith. Not bad there. Uh, uh, it's got really great ancillary characters. It, it's, it is a good movie. There, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It is a really enjoyable movie. Very, very funny. And let me say it again, Slee, it's got Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan, Lohan at the it. peak of her powers. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, I'm probably, I go fiction on this. Fiction. I know. Like, how about that? I just, right <laughs> when I said ha- that just too. Happened? I just You just short circuit? <laughs> right when I just said that, I was like, I, how I don't much know if that's a game. did you have on Saturday? <laughs> I don't know if that's a game, Al. Fiction? Yeah. I'll go cap. <laughs> I'll go cap. Okay. Okay. Um. So this wide's cap. I don't ever go back and go watch a movie. I, I like I have not I haven't seen it in years. If I don't actually go back and go watch a movie, then to me it's not yeah, I could live without it. I kinda live without this one. And it's fiction. Please. Please continue. <laughs> I feel like you should go back and watch that movie. You may change your tune. By the way, you're it's not great. you're probably not wrong. It holds up. You don't even have to have the sound on. <laughs> just okay, I'm just I, I'm just saying it's it's a good movie. Taylor. Just Google oh, image man. the movie. That's it. Yes. You don't even actually have to Perfect. see the movie without Perfect. sound either. Katie with a with a C. Fact or fiction? I don't know. I've never seen it. 
Well, you never seen it? <laughs> never seen me. You, oh, you could probably miss it. I don't think it's for you. Knowing you a little bit, I don't think that that would hit you quite right. Just for cultural, you know, relevancy, and it'd be good to That's see great it. One-liners. It's funny. It, it, it does. It's it's a very funny movie. Just never got around to it. I probably haven't seen it in easy ten years, twelve years, something like that. I'll, I'll Let's watch some, it together. I might actually go back and I'll watch do it. Do some now. googling for you. <laughs> You're selling during me on the break. It. It's just it, it's not a bad deal. It's not a bad deal. Shohei Otani and the Angels struck a deal that. Uh, did the Angels get one right? I think they got one. They got one right. That's giving them some it's credit. Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. A lot of people are very confused by your fiction call out during the last segment. I think they should be confused. We've been doing that for well over a year. Fact or fiction? It's, I mean, I fact or fiction is a phrase that gets said in the in the universe, but not on on this show. Fact or cap. I'm changing it. <laughs> I changed the name. You, okay. You should absolutely answer fiction every time from this point forward. Moving forward. That, that's the way it should be. Moving forward. I think that's a very, very good idea. Tell me more about your wedding. Did you get to watch any football at your party yesterday? Uh, actually, you know what? I, I got I got a free pass. Did not have to go to the barbecue. Oh, you barbecue. didn't have to go. Oh, that's nice. Uh, we didn't get back till late by the time, so she didn't even get there till after 4.30 or so. I didn't get back to L.A. till we didn't get back till like 3.30 or so. I kind of was able to, uh, I got work. Is it the kind of free pass that's going to come up later in an argument? No, she's good. Uh, she's not. I mean, maybe she does bring it up, but she's pretty good about it. You just, pulled the, I got to watch these games for work? Um. There was some of that, and it was also, I don't really want to go. I was so freaking tired. T- tired or tired? Both. <laughs> and I drove up, took three hours to come up from, that's not a good drive. You're no. feeling hungover. You're driving up the only from San Diego to L.A., hungover, and you're just sitting in traffic. A flight hungover is slightly worse because you're trapped in that seat. At least in a car, you could pull over and get a, a McDonald's or something to try to make yourself feel I needed better. to survive. Tonight, we have a game on top of the first game on top of doing the show tomorrow out to Vegas for two so days. So you watching tape yesterday? Like take me take me through your Sunday afternoon. No, I was watching football. Yeah. Watching football. Which ones? Um I saw part of the Charger game and then when it got twenty seven twenty four I started getting excited because <laughs> they were blowing that lead. Not the but see here the the one team in football that may be more inept than the Chargers are the Houston Texans. Yeah, I, I they got, can't. Do I got anything. excited. I think I watched pretty much the entire Tampa KC game. Watch actually some of the Mets Braves game as well. That game was on ESPN. That's going to break the Dodgers' way, by the way. Yeah, I think that, it will. That that I the, agree with you. The, I want to say the magic number is one at this point for Atlanta. So if they win one more game or the Mets lose one more yeah, game, it, it the is Mets one. are the second seed. That's yeah, a, is one. That's a nice little the break. Braves for the Braves would be the second seed. Mets right. would be the wild card. Right. Yeah. That's a big break for the Dodgers mm-hmm. because coming out of that best of three, 
And by the way, they're going to have to travel across the country, whether it's the Mets or the Padres or the Phillies or whoever ends up being in that spot. That game is going to be at Citibank Field in New York. You're going to win that game, win game three or whatever, and then you have to chuck it all the way across the country to jump in and play the Dodgers and Julio sitting there Listen, waiting for you. It's that, a great break for the that's Dodgers. That's why you know, I, I was a fan of expanding the playoffs, get another team in there. You're going to have a lot of good teams that are in there. Not great. I mean, the, the Dodgers are the Dodgers. The Braves have played as good as anybody else. Um, but it's going to make, I think, the postseason interesting. And this is the huge advantage that you have by winning, by having one of the two best records, like the Braves and the and the Dodgers it, will. Yeah. It's a huge advantage. It and is. You and I were talking a little bit about that last week. They're going to end up using DeGrom, and they're going to use Scherzer in those first two games, mm -hmm. and whether it goes two or it goes three, and who the hell knows? Maybe the Dodgers get another break here. The Mets don't advance. It's not like the Mets have been playing great baseball over the last month or so. But even if they do advance, they're kicking back, the Dodgers are. and They're kicking back waiting, and you're only going to face DeGrom and Scherzer one. I, listen, I, I think it's going to come down to the Braves and the and the Dodgers, and I, I think anybody can win that series, but it's it's a good start for them. Do you still like the idea of expanding the playoffs? And I, get, I understand that this is an unlikely scenario, but it's not impossible. What if we get a World Series that's the Toronto Blue Jays against the Phillies? The two teams that just kind of snuck in the back door yeah. and they get hot at the right time. And the Astros, the Astros have won like 103 games. They're really good. I think even more than that. Yeah, the, the Yankees have a guy that's going to hit 61 or yep. more home runs. And the Dodgers are on 111 or 12 win pace. And you get the Phillies against the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> that would feel fairly unsatisfying. Um, listen, I, I may, especially in baseball, 162 games is so many freaking games. I think there's something about having teams and cities still have a chance to where these final couple of weeks mean something. The last thing you want is 80, 70% of the league with just kind of like, oh, okay, we got nothing to play for. So I'm a fan of it. Now, listen, do I think the Phillies and the Tampa is going to end up in the World Series? I know you don't either, I but don't I, I but get what you're saying. Could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with it. That the risk of that compared to now having X amount of teams in, I think will make for good baseball. I, I almost fell off my chair on Saturday when I found out that Shohei Otani and the Angels came to a thirty million dollar deal. That something uh, made sense. That, that it, and it made sense for everybody that they he's in his final year of arbitration. He the, the Angels can basically pay him whatever they want or, or offer him whatever they want as far as league minimum. Otani can ask for whatever he wants, mm -hmm. and then it goes to an arbiter if it does. And what's weird about Major League Baseball arbitration, they don't come to a middle ground. You you both present your case, and he picks one. Mm. Okay, so it's there. There is if you get into that situation, there's huge risk involved for both sides. So more often than not, they'll land at some sort of catch number, which is what the Angels and Otani did. But it, it's it allows the Angels to at least keep him in the building until the beginning of next year Yep. to allow the new owner, whoever that might be, yep. to make an impression on him. Like, hey, this may be a place you want to stay. Let me show you why my regime is going to be different yep. than Artie Moreno's regime. Mm -hmm. let, me, let me try to convince you that this is the place for you to go. And it also is a number that makes enough sense where if you need to move him, fine, move him. That it doesn't lock him in for any sort of long-term time. It was an, the rare deal where you're like, that's perfect. Everybody got that exactly right. The game has changed for the Angels and Otani. It has. And I'm not telling you that Otani is going to stay long-term with the Angels, but 30 days ago, 
if you thought it's the same ownership oh. and the pitch is coming back and it's going to be no no Fiction. look look how we're going to do look how we're going to do things differently you're not believing that pitch the game has changed and i think the fact that you're going to have eventually hopefully by the way it comes sooner than later that they could kind of identify a group and now all of a sudden there's a little bit of momentum where Otani, we just want you to listen to our pitch. And if you're completely hell-bent that by the time you get to let's, – let's put it this way. By the time they get to – if it's not spring training beginning, if they just have an opportunity to at least convince this man, hey, this is the right place to be. By the way, ownership on the other side could say, you know what, this is going to be such a long process of getting better again. Let's just actually shop Otani. Let's get as many assets as we can, and let's just kind of start this whole thing over. I don't know what the game plan is, but doesn't it? don't you feel more comfortable with Otani too, kind of knowing that at least I could see what they're planning to do, and if I don't want to do it, I don't I, have I to I think it here. depends on who it is, right? That if it's – use this as an example. I know that the name's been tossed around there. I have no idea if it's real or not. Yep. But if it's Joe Lacob, sure. um, you have my full attention. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm with you. I, you. I'm listening to what you have to say because there's a track record of you putting pieces in place, executing your plan, mm-hmm. and having the plan work. If it's Mark Cuban, just I'm just throwing rich Steve guys Ballmer. in sports. Steve Ballmer. Steve another good Stan Kroenke. Yep. Any of these guys, like, yeah, okay. Guys with a track attention. record. Yes. I'm paying attention. If it's just somebody that's got a lot of money that sure. wants to buy in, mm-hmm. if it's, for instance, when Artie Moreno showed up, nobody really knew a whole lot about him other than he was very rich and he was going to buy the team. Um, that would give me a great deal of pause because at that point you're asking me to take your word for it. When I could go and sign with the Dodgers who know what they're doing, with the Braves who know what they're doing, with the Yankees who know what they're doing, with the Chicago uh, Cubs who kind of sort of know what they're doing, the Giants yeah. who know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that there is no, yeah, let's wait and see. Because Trout is at a different spot in his life where it feels like Trout has roots in Anaheim. That that I, I've been, I came up here. This is where I've done my work. This is where I'm going to stay. I'm going to be the greatest player in franchise history, et cetera, et cetera. Otani had a career before he got here. Came here, hurt, hurt again, and then just awesome Blew for up. a couple of years. Yep. I can go anywhere. I don't owe anybody anything here. I can move on to the next spot. I'd be very likely to leave unless it's one of those heavyweights like we're talking about. And that, but By the way, this, this kind of goes back to this. Whatever they end up doing... It sounds like a new group coming in. That's the greatest news for an Angel fan, number one. And number two, you'll at least get a seat at the table to where you can have that conversation. And if it doesn't make sense and the franchise decides, let's move on, or he's going to leave either way, then you make your call from there. All but, right, the, the, but the Trout thing, if he's staying, that sounds so disappointing hugely of a, of a career that it just kind of continues the way that it has been because even if new ownership comes in, it's going to take a second. It's not going to happen overnight. In baseball, it could take five years. Okay, so with that, that's yeah, that's definitely he's fifteen years. He's in his mid thirties now. Oh. He's making forty million a year, so I mean, he's he's sleeping soundly at night. He's not worried about. He'll be comfortable. You know when he's that in uh, tuition at Cal State Fullerton's coming up. I got another twelve hundred bucks. I got to get this. But winning, <laughs> yeah. Well, Sheesh. I mean, if that look, I I there's a lot of reasons to be critical. But when somebody says, "Would you like four hundred eighty million?" the answer is yes. We'll figure out the winning some other, but but would you like 40 name? Yes. As yes. a matter of fact, I would. Can I borrow your pen? I'd like to sign this contract right now. Let's get that done. Uh, it's Christmas Eve for Mr. Sleewo over there. It's Lakers season starting the night. What are the expectations? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.